for September 15th, 2016. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Power Life Show from powwows.com. I'm your host Paul Gowder. Appreciate you tuning in again this week, giving us a little bit of your time. If you can, remember to watch the show. We record live each week on Facebook. Just head on over to the powwows.com Facebook page and watch and chat live with our guests. Remember you can also subscribe to the show with iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. You can download that to your phone and listen to it later after we've recorded if you're not able to catch us live. We also post all the notes and things we talk about, the links and uh, different references we have in the show over on our show notes page. You can head over to www.powwow.com slash powwowlife15 to get all the show notes for this episode. This show is not possible without all your support, and we are so grateful for everything you guys do and sharing our content and liking us on Facebook. It really helps spread the word for powwows.com. If you want to help even further, we have a new way for you to do that. Head on over to www.powwownation.com. You can join our Powwow Nation Club, and that is a way that you can contribute and help out to powwows.com in a direct way. So go over and check out powwownation.com. This week's guest is one of my favorite singers, Delia Washkowitz. If you've been to any of the powwows and heard her sing, you know her voice. You can, as soon as you hear it, you know who that is. She has an incredible gift. Um, she sings not only powwows and round dances, but she sings uh, some gospel and contemporary music. Tonight on the show, Delia shares not only some of her songs, but some of her stories, and uh, it's an incredibly inspiring story. Um, We're so thankful to have her on the show, and I hope you enjoy this interview with her. Thanks, everybody. The world famous Delia. Delia, how are you tonight? I am good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Um, before we get started and, and kind of talk about your music, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm Delia. Originally, my last name was Bull. I grew up in Little Pine, Saskatchewan. Uh, I've been here now in Onion Lake for a very long time, almost 30 years probably longer than uh, how, how long I stayed in my own community. But I'm from here now, so 
it's a good place to be. Onion Lake's good to me. <laughs> cool. And while we were getting started there and getting everything ready, I was playing uh, one of your songs from uh, uh, from Gathering of Nations. You singing out there at the hand drum contest. In case anybody was wanting to know what that was, that was that was Delia singing. Um, so tell everybody, you know, a little bit of how did you get started in singing? Is this something you've always done? Uh, was it a family tradition? You know, how did you get into to, to powwow singing and, and singing in general? Yeah, um, when I was a little girl, my grandfather, who now has passed away, uh, he used to keep me and he would put me on a swing and he'd be singing to me and just when I was a little tiny tot. And he used to just sing and I really, it was very soothing at the time for me um, because of some family stuff that was happening for my parents, my mom and my dad. But my grandma and my grandfather, my grandfather would put me on a swing and he would uh, swing me and he'd be singing to me. And so uh, my grandfathers, they all, they were all singers. They were called Little Pine Drum Group. And then uh, my uncle Edmund, he was, I think he was the oldest then who was singing. Besides my grandfather's that was and then he started singing, and I used to hear my grandmother sing while she was cooking or while she was uh, just cleaning or cooking. <laughs> and I had another grandmother, which were uh, high noon singers. Mm -hmm. While she was cooking, the guys would be practicing. Ted was probably only like, I don't know, 13, 14, maybe that time. But they would be singing at my grandmother's, and we would be playing. And then my grandmother would be singing along while they were practicing. It was her brother that uh, the high noon singers, their, their uh, dad, their dad was uh, my auntie's or my grandma's. Um, they were brother and sister. So I grew up around it. Yeah. Both my, my, uh, my grandpa who passed away last year and um, his brother, so it was all a singing family. So we grew up around it, I guess you can say. Cool. Now, we're getting lots of comments already online. Uh, somebody's already posted you're their, you're their singing idol. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of people from, we got people from Iowa, from Arkansas. Uh, hi, Iowa. Hi, Arkansas. Indianapolis. Yeah, all over. You got fans all over. Um well, and now I know you've you've got several um, recordings, not just powwow, but you've got some other songs out there too, right? Yes, I have. Um, I sang with uh, my uncles and my husband and brother-in-law and my brother's uh, Red Bull singers. I started singing with them in about 1987 or 88. I kind of forget when that was, but it was a long time ago. <laughs> At that time, there wasn't very uh, many Cree anyways. In the Cree, there wasn't very many uh, ladies backup singers. But I did used to hear my grandmother singing, both of my grandmothers singing. Um, like my other grandma would sing where she was sitting. When they'd be singing, she'd sing. I was maybe 10 years old and I'd be sitting beside her. And she was singing from right there where she was at. I thought it was really nice. 
and I wanted to sing. And then my uncle used to tell my aunties and my mom and them, you guys should come and sing. So come help us. Come and sing with us. And, um, but I never knew, I never thought ever that I would even sing because we didn't, we grew up around uh, horses. My dad was a tech wagon driver, so we'd go around the tech wagons. Once in a while, we'd go to the powwows. And then uh, when I was 12, that's when I started to regularly go to powwows every weekend. And to be honest, uh, all the singing to me sounded the same. <laughs> <laughs> then, and I wasn't interested. Like, you hear all these... Uh, you hear all these singing and you see the dances, but we never really paid attention. My cousin Clarice, my brother Derek, and uh, my uh, other cousin Jeff, we just, we were just, um, I don't know, just wanted to go to the powwow, I guess, just to go hang around after it got dark. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, what happened was when my uncles and them were singing, like even that, I would stand behind. It wasn't really... A, um, interested or didn't really pay attention. And then my, the guys around the drum started asking us to go record. Like, and I would be like, oh, really? <laughs> like, you want me to go record? But we would, like, we would be nice and we'd have these big ghetto blasters too. <laughs> and at first I was way in the back, like, I was like recording and I was way in the back not really paying attention but something has started to happen like maybe hitting the drum started to get me closer to the singers and pretty soon i was running all that crowd from the recorders would be running and i'd be running along and i'd be first in, first then i'd be recording and something really started to get my interest even that that it was so i I don't maybe it took like two years and I was really interested in that the drum beat and, and I started to notice that there were different songs that they were actually singing different beats and different songs and I started to notice that and um and then I started to know all the songs like all the Red Bull songs and I'd be singing by myself and then we started going to round dances uh with uh, my cousin and some friends and then at the round dances too, I started to learn all these songs, like I'd hear these songs and we'd be going back and back and forth in the vehicle and we'd listen to these songs and I started to learn them. And then uh, I started wanting to sing, like I'd be singing along. And, and we went to a power in Fort Deschain when I first started singing, we went to this power. First time at Red Bull, they were host drum there. And um, half of the guys we got held back they got held back we were there was only like five or six of the guys and they weren't the main like uh, loud singers and um they were having a hard time my uncle and a few of the other guys and i was standing there and i was there was five of them they were really struggling and i went over there and then i started to sing like i knew this song it just got to me and i was really excited i went over there and i just started singing and and my uncle looked at me, my uncle Earl, and uh, he looked at me and I looked at him. I thought he was going to get mad at me. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, Sue, shoo, like, go away. But he went like this and I looked at him and he said, sing louder, he said. <laughs> so I started to sing and after that, I, 
just I loved it. Uh, after that, I was so um, taken away by it. It was just like the best thing to do. I just sang everywhere. I just went all over. I just loved to sing. And then um, late um, Art Nusselman, who used to sing with us, he wasn't there yet at the next power we were singing. And this was in Pie Pot in Saskatchewan. And he came over and he said, uh, after we were done singing, we got all these whistles and I was singing. And I thought he was going to get mad at me too. And uh, he was, after we were done singing, he got up and he said, he, he said, stop, come on, let's go. And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> went over there. He sat me down and he started talking to me. And he said, you were like talking in our language and saying, um, this is not for nothing. When you're singing, he said, you're praying for the people. He said, he said, when you're singing, he said, you look at the center of the drum, I said, or even, or you close your eyes, he said, because when you're singing, he said, this is a prayer. He said, we're, we're praying for the people here. He said, do you pray for those people who are sick? Do you pray for those who are in the hospital? He said, do you pray for those who are in jail? He said, do you pray for those who are lonely? You pray for those who are, who have just lost their loved ones. You pray for those who are grieving. You pray like he just kept going on and on about all these that I was going to be praying for. So he said, and you take this seriously. He said, this is not just for nothing. He said, when you sing, he said, you're going to sing from your heart. He said, and when you sing, he said, you're going to look at the center of the drum. He said, and you're going to pray. He said, because that's where, that's where the like the grandfathers come from in the center of the drum. It's like the spirit center, he said. In our in our Cree language, he was talking to me. And so I sat there and I was, okay, like, all right. He said, thank you. And then after that, he just called me daughter. He adopted me as his daughter. And after that, he was like the one of the biggest um, advocates for me, like round dances, powwows. He always spoke for me. He always stood up for me and he always like encouraged me and encouraged the other woman when the other woman when we when the other woman started to sing too. So it was it's been a good journey. Um, so I still sing. I still love to sing, and I still pray for people. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I was while you were talking. I was thinking about some of the times I've. I've been blessed to hear you sing and, and it is truly um you know it's it's, a, it's an honor to get to hear you sing um that's really cool to hear the the background of that um getting a couple of questions online um where have you been this summer and, and where where are you heading this fall anywhere that people can come see you uh, we're gonna go to uh where our plan is uh we're gonna go to um black hills i think that's in october beginning of october but I'm in school now, and so my, I have to focus on the teaching aspect of my life. Um, all summer, we went to different um, communities. I like we went to Fort, Fort Thompson was our last power. And then we went to, um, we, all the guys were supposed to come. We were hoping they would come, and then they backed out and that left only five of us to be there singing, but we still sang anyways. And then we went to uh, Rocky Boy, I sang with um, Battle River and sang with Cheevers there. Mm -hmm. 
recorded. That was really awesome. Um, where else did we go? Fort Thompson or Fort Thompson? I said that. Fort Belknap. We went to Mandaree. We sang with Battle River. We took first. We're supposed to be going to um, LA, but I don't know if I'll make it because of work. Yeah. Um, sang with Battle River and sang with uh, Cheevers with uh, Thunderhill and different drum groups. So, yeah. Um, cool. This, um, reading some of the questions here. Um, getting some thank yous for sharing your story. Um, some more people. We got somebody actually watching from French Guiana. Uh, Where's that at? I think that's uh, South America, I believe. Oh, nice. Very cool. Um, so would you... Uh, would you be willing to bless us with a little song this evening? Uh, did you want a guitar song? Or I also sing guitar. I started, yeah, sure. I started actually playing guitar first before I ever started singing. I think I was like 16 when I picked up the guitar and started to teach myself to sing. I didn't really know a lot of songs, so um, I just made up my own. I'll sing a song here. One second, yeah. Um, let's see what can I say. Well, I always like to sing um songs that are gonna be inspiring and um songs that are gonna help people where we always everybody always needs the help at certain points in our life. So I'll sing a song here, and this is a gospel song that I sung a lot over here in Canada when we go to uh, places. So this is a song, it's, um, it's not a song that I wrote, but I'll sing a little bit of it, maybe one or two verses, and this is called, uh, I'll Find You There. Rain. 
so much um so you said you got started playing guitar and that first and then you taught yourself music i mean have you did you get any have you, have you got any training or are you just teaching yourself all this do i have any what have you done any you know, formal training with music and, and guitar or is this all just self-taught uh it's all just me and my guitar <laughs> Just uh, teaching myself. I'm not the best guitar player. I mean, they have really awesome guitar players, but I do what I can to when uh, uh, make love together. <laughs> <laughs> the guitar and I. <laughs> That's an amazing gift. Um, thanks for sharing. Um, and on, let's see. Um, on your powwow singing, I know a, a lot of women out there. If, I've talked to that say you know they, they really like seeing some of the, the women singers and and uh you know how you support the drum and support the singers um any advice for for the women that want to step up and start singing with drums um, a little intimidating to, to kind of start yeah i think i what's important i think is what um was told to me it's about praying we are there to pray for the people you're there to pray for all people and you have to be kind and 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 to be honest in the beginning i wasn't a very kind person in fact i, was, I had a lot of anger and so uh, it taught me a lot the drum and the singing and and being with people um there are some times where i was probably mean to like just strangers maybe but i think it's important to be kind and just to sing from your heart and to pray. Um, it's not about being famous or it's not about um, being the loudest or it's not about, but it's singing from your heart and empathizing and sim being sympathetic, I think. And just sing from your heart and love it and respect yourself, yeah. I think it definitely comes through of, of how much you you do love it, and it, you, every time I see you sing, um, you can tell the passion is there. It, it's that's what's really cool to to be able to to witness. Um, you know, I was playing one of your videos from Gathering of Nations, um, and you know, you are known for for these incredible vocals on these powwow songs. <laughs> how do you hit those notes? <laughs> I don't have a. <laughs> Sometimes I uh, I listen and I th and I'm thinking, well, did I just sing like that? So to me, to me, I think it's all a gift. I think um, I was very blessed uh, by the Creator. That can go into another story of the things that happened in my life. Where I once had a 
near death drowning experience. And I think I was told anyway, the fact that I uh, actually gave my life up for this other person that then a gift was given back to me and I was spared. And so um, I was given life back because I gave my life up for somebody else. And I was just a kid then. I was, must have been like seven or eight years old. Yeah. So I really believe it is a gift. And um, the message at that time through that whole experience at the end, uh, I didn't want to come back to this world, to be honest, because I, I told like whoever was carrying me, maybe the God or the creator or Lord or Jesus, whoever it was that was carrying me. I said, I don't want to go back there because it's so cold and it's dark. It's cold there, and the people are the people are cold, and then it's dark there. And, and then I um and I was crying, but in reality, it wasn't all how we talk from mouth to mouth. It was all mind to mind. And I said um and then that voice said to me um from my mind, it said, "I put a gift inside you," he said, and I want you to go teach the people, and I want you to go show them. And, give them the gift that I'm like the creator giving that gift to me to share with the people. So I really do believe that it is a gift and it's not really about me, but it's a, it's a gift from the creator to when I'm singing, I, I think that the creator is singing and helping um, because music is, um, it's not just about um, music. It's, it's all uh, I can't even explain it in such a short time. That's very um, healing in many ways. So um, I think that the vocals that the creator uh, utilizes through uh, my myself as a human is really his way of sharing love, sharing. Um, what the people need in their lives at that moment and at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that incredible story. That's really awesome. Um, could we bother bother you again for maybe a, a round dance song or? or... Oh, okay. The song um, that I'll sing is a song that my grandfather used to sing to me. My grandfather, his name was uh, Albert. He passed away four years in August 24th. He was a very kind man. He was uh, funny. He was um, very helpful. And he was he used to sing and he used to sing and record songs for my Uncle Edmund. My Uncle Edmund would leave some uh, CDs or not CDs, but cassettes and they'd record songs. and. So he made a lot of songs for our Red Bull drum group. But when I was a little girl, the song that I remember that he used to sing that really helped me was uh, uh, Magic Moment. I called it Magic Moment. My grandfather didn't call it that, but I called it that. And I called it that because um, when I first met my own children, my own kids, um, the love that I felt with my own children, meeting my first time baby and then my second and 
they were all magic moments. And not, for me anyways, singing uh, round and songs was not always about man and woman love, but it was about even with children. So if I can remember, because there's so many songs in my head, I'll sing um, magic moments. My, my grandfather didn't put the words in there, but I put the words in there. But this is the melody that he used to sing to me when he was swinging me. No, that's not the song. When I first met you was a magic moment for me, for me and for you. When I first met you was a magic moment for me, for me and for you. Oh, thank you, thank you. Great. Um, now I know you have you've been doing some Facebook live videos yourself. Where can uh, you got some links where people can go and, and watch you more and see uh, see what you're doing? Yeah, I, um, I do some videos on YouTube and then I do some live videos on uh, Facebook and then I don't know maybe Sweetgrass Records or Turtle Island they may have recorded some of our recordings that yeah okay i'll make sure i put in um we'll put all the links out there um on palos.com in the show notes so everybody can go out there and and see your videos and, and download some of your music um i know what my favorite cd of yours is the honky tonk angels i think you, um what was that um it's not, right? yeah yeah ladies uh, night i think yeah rusty gillette yep see, what happened was um when I go traveling, because we did that Billy and the Wasp Boys, boys two, two of them, three of them actually, one with uh, um, Kenny Merrick, mm -hmm. and then two of them with Ted Whitecap, Urban, myself, and we used to sing all the time, Brian, we'd sing around when we were sitting like, at home or just driving, and and um, and then I started to like miss them, their singing, and when like Urban was gone sometimes for a long time, 
from our he'd be at home and I'd miss his singing and I'd say you should sing some songs so that when we're at home in the winter in the cold winter we, we can listen to them and, and so um, there was an idea and um, so he said yeah we should do some recording let's try some recording let's ask Ted and so we did the recording then we did the second one and then we did the third one with Kenny and then the fourth one was with uh, Rusty because what happened was when I'd go traveling all these places, I could just hear myself singing. And there was no other woman that were recording or singing. And I really wanted to get that out there. So um, I was talking to R R Rusty Gillette and uh, all of a sudden he said, I'll meet you like in Saskatoon Powell and get some ladies together and let's do this recording. And I said, all right. so really fast maybe like a week i just wrote it on facebook if anybody's interested any woman interested let's meet at saskatoon paul and let's do a recording and sure enough there was some awesome singers and we did an awesome recording it was it was so beautiful it was so uh i don't know i can't even explain how beautiful it was uh fawn was there penny mcgillery fawn wood penny mcgillery uh, Candice, uh, Scabby Robe, and Wendy Singer, and there was my auntie Sarah, because she, she was kind of, she was shy and she wanted to sing, and I said, come and sing. So she sang, and my daughters, Nicole, and um, my niece, uh, Carrie, and everybody sang, and it was uh, really good. And it was so beautiful because my grandfather was there. So we invited him, and we sang with him, and my uncle was my uncle Edmund was uh, drumming for him, and so it was a really beautiful project. Like the guys that came out to help was Troy Peterson, Brian, my husband was drumming for us, and so it was beautiful. It was really nice. Then we did a second one, and we planned to do another one, but we got everybody got busy. <laughs> yeah, that happens. <laughs> um, I'm actually putting it up here so everybody can see where. Uh... It's out there on Drumhop Records. Um, yeah. Drumhop.net. Yep. You can go out there and take a look. Um, that's a good one. I, I keep that one on my iPhone. That's a good one. Yeah. What happened was uh, we were going to gatherings that one year, and um, it was like for some reason um, back over here in Canada, anyways, uh, it started to be like. Um, um, a wrong thing or something that a woman should be singing. When I first started to go to round dances, um, there was no woman singing, and I went and I started singing. And this lady actually from uh, the states, I can't remember what her name was, but she came down and she was singing. So I went to sing with her, and I started singing. We started singing at round dances, and then the other ladies would come and sing. We'd go around dancing and then sometimes these ladies would come up to me and they'd come in. When I'd walk in the door, they'd come and they'd say, uh, we're told not to sing. And I said, really? Who said that? I said, they announced it. The women are not supposed to sing. Oh, well, I wasn't here. I didn't hear it. So I'm just going to go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd go for singing. They wouldn't say anything. I just kept singing. And, I was, and that's, what, that's where I meant that uh, um, my adopted dad already. That's where he, like, he would speak for me and he would, like, give me, tell me, come and sing here. 
So nobody, he was a king, so nobody could say anything. <laughs> and so I just sang and I just kept singing. And, and, uh, and then um, somehow throughout these past few years, I haven't really gone around dancing anymore. But these past few years, uh, it was like wrong for women to sing. It seemed that way. So uh, there was a lot of people that, um, I don't know who they are, like, to be honest, um, people who are against women to sing. But I was listening on, I happened to watch TV and I was listening and I, I heard um, Kitty Wells and she was saying the same thing that it was like forbidden for women to sing in country back then. And, and she, so she made this song, and it was the, um, the song was in singing to another song that was being sung. So she sang like against it or to, and I was thinking about that. And we traveled, and I say hey, I should go sing this song and gather the nation. Now it's only thinking that, but I went there and I was standing there, and uh, when and I never know what song I'm gonna sing when I'm gonna sing. I just stood there. What am I gonna sing? So I started hitting the drum, and sure enough, I started singing that song. Yeah, <laughs> singing and when I opened my eyes there was so many people so I got it was like a deja vu when I was at gathering the nations and singing that so it was awesome so I message is to encourage and um we're all we're all um 
how do you say, uh, my great grandmother who was 98 when she passed away in 1989, I was pregnant with my daughter Nicole. She said to us, um, being almost 100 years old then, she said to, to us uh, in our language, she said, um, don't turn away anything because you don't know 100% which one is good, which one is real. So don't turn away things. If, gift, if the gifts come to you, to accept them and acknowledge them and their gifts from the creator, you hear the dogs out there, I think there's some monster out there. <laughs> but so that's what I tell my daughters. Because my I can't um I can't stop what the creator sends to this world. I pray even to those who are not even here yet. I pray to like the, the spirits that are still coming, the babies that are going to be coming to this world. I pray to them. I pray to the ancestors and I pray for people who have passed away. I pray to them to help us in this world, even right now with the pipeline in North Dakota. I pray every morning, every day. As soon as I wake up, I pray for the water. Like I pray for everything we all need prayers uh, that i'm speechless thank you so much for sharing your story and your, your stories and your songs um truly a blessing to hear that tonight um it's something that everybody needs to hear um incredible message thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing all that with us anything else you want to tell everybody before we go well, I just want to say that um, thank you very much. Thank you for all of you out there that are listening. We are First Nations and Cree. I speak the Cree language. I teach the Cree language here in Anile. Um And I ask for your prayers for our for our Cree language because uh, we're losing it here anyways. Up north, they still speak it, but here in our community, um, we're probably in, at my age, or maybe a little bit younger here, are the last ones to speak the Cree language. So we're doing the very best that we can to preserve it and to keep it and to hang on to it as much as we can. Uh, we have awesome support from Ani Lake um, Chief and Council and the education and where they are um, helping us. We have our pre um development where they make all the stuff that we need so i'm asking for prayers to keep our language and because in our language it's um it's like the songs that i sing you can't um replace that sound the, the sound in the Cree language you can't replace that it's like when i'm singing nobody can replace those like those little vocal sound and our Cree language is very important and um today is september 15 26 years that uh, my partner my fighting partner and i have been uh, 
joined and we were married. So happy anniversary to uh, Brian. I know, I don't know if he's not here, but he's someplace. <laughs> <laughs> he's someplace outside and it's dark outside. But yeah, we're, Iron Lake is an awesome place to be. Um, awesome support here. Yeah. That's fantastic. Delia, thank you so much. Um, yeah, I really appreciate you coming on. That was that was really good. I'm sure everybody's going to enjoy hearing this. You've had lots of fans on tonight. Um, I'll make sure I put all these links out there so everybody can go see some more of your videos. Um, and can't wait to catch up with you at the next powwow. Thanks so much, Delia. Have a good night. Good night, everybody. Have fun. Enjoy life. <laughs> thank you. All right, everybody, thanks again for tuning in for another uh, show here at powwows.com. We appreciate your support, and uh, we will see you down the trail. Thanks, everybody.
Good luck. Here's this week's trivia question. You can head over to powwowlife.com to fill out the form and submit your answer. All the right answers are entered into a drawing for a 10-sticker powwows.com sticker pack. Here's the question. This year, we are celebrating a big milestone. We have been live streaming for a number of years. So tell me, what year was the first year we streamed and what was the first powwow we streamed? If you've been listening or following our content, you should be able to find it. Good luck. Powwowlife.com to submit your answer. What was the first powwow and what year did we first live stream? Good luck and thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week.